I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. KSL's Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry. Hey, welcome back to the program. This next segment is absolutely fascinating. I, uh, producer Amy sent me over the weekend an article she had read in the Salt Lake Tribune. I gave it a read myself, and uh, I had no idea. This is absolutely fascinating. And uh, to hear the, the tales of folks who have uh, been through this program is absolutely fascinating and interesting, certainly. Uh, th- what we're talking about uh, essentially is uh, pharma tourism. Uh, medical tourism, RX tourism, uh, and, and there's a program here in the state that allows uh, state employees to engage in such a program. Uh, very basically, I'll, I'll describe it, and then we're going to talk to an expert who will set me straight. Uh, basically, there are certain drugs that are available here in the United States for a certain price, and it's been discovered that uh, in Mexico, uh, those very same drugs uh, can cost a dramatically uh, different price, much less, much more affordable. And uh, if you run the numbers, it ends up being uh, dramatically less expensive to book a flight, fly down to Mexico, uh, work with some folks to facilitate this deal. You purchase your uh, drugs and uh, and that's it. And you fly home and all of that uh, costs less than uh, what would be the price tag on those drugs sold here in the United States. Uh, on the line, we have uh, Chet Loftus, who's the managing director of PEHP, uh, calling in to set me straight and help me understand exactly what this program does and who benefits from it. Sir, how are you? I'm great, Lee. How are you? H- how was my description? Did I get it okay? You know, uh, you had, the, you had the, um, the concepts just right in terms of how it is that um, there is a difference in price between drugs here in the United States versus what's in Mexico, and uh, specifically how we've created a program to provide a certain, a very small number of drugs that are very expensive um, and are medically appropriate for us to send people from here to, uh, we send them to San Diego and then they go on to, to Tijuana uh, to be able to receive those drugs at a fraction of the cost. What's the process like? Uh, you, so you are an individual, you work for the state uh, as an employee, you you contract some sort so we of... Have, yes, so PHP, we're a, we're a health plan that is, is actually a public entity. And so we cover um, the state of Utah employees and then also other government employees. And, uh, and so we function just like a health plan. And, and what happened is a couple of years ago, um, the legislature um, asked us to start giving cash back, which is to save money with 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 um, with what we call members or patients uh, when those savings occur. And so what we've looked at is we've looked at kind of the difference between those two, and we've put together this program where we have, oh, maybe three or 400 people that would be eligible for the drugs that are available there. We've let them know it, that, that it's available. Um, and then if they are interested in, in participating, uh, then we take care of the travel arrangements. We take care of the drug being there. Um, we make sure that when they get to um, San Diego, that there's somebody there to to meet them, take them across the border, get to the hospital, which is just right across the border, and then uh, receive the the drugs there. This this sounds 
I don't know how, how else. This sounds shady. It sounds like uh, like a workaround. It sounds like we're breaking some sort of laws. Uh, but in fact, that's not the case. This all operates within within statute and protocol. Yeah. So you know, we we're using a vendor in order to do this, right? And the vendor that we have, um, you know, I mean, they help us with the travel arrangements, right? And uh, and and the reality is, pharmacy tourism has been around for fifteen to twenty years. Um, in terms of going to another country and receiving services, we have literally tens of thousands of people that come to the United States as well for those services. We work with that vendor to make sure that we're getting the right drug and making sure that it it's, has the right chain of custody, the right kind of regulatory uh, type things to make sure all of that is good, right? And then and then they receive treatment um, like you would receive you know treatment anywhere else, um, but it does require us to send them there for that, and we pay for the uh, you know pay for the flight. Uh, and then we also pay them $500 every time they go down as part of that cash back program I was telling you a little bit about. When I was a junior in high school, uh, some friends and I got some money together. We flew to San Diego for a spring break of sorts. And uh, my dad, before I left, uh, he said one thing to me. He said, listen, son, when you're down there in San Diego, d- don't go to don't go to Tijuana. That's a dangerous place. Uh, times are certainly different. But let me ask you, this is a safe experience for those folks heading to Tijuana to, to get these medications? Yeah, so the experience has been really good, um, and I think that uh, uh, the, uh, the article in the Tribune did a nice job of, of kind of covering that in terms of of the experience, how seamless it's been, um, kind of the, the level of treatment they've received, uh, the effect of the, the, the medication, uh, their willingness to go back, which I think is probably the greatest um, um, indicator of, of at least it is for them. Now, again, we're looking at just 10 people, so this hasn't been a lot. Um, we've saved the state and the taxpayers, you know, $225,000, uh, you know, and so this is only one small program of everything we do at PHP. Um, we do an awful lot of other things that are meant to, again, to try to provide the best care at, at the lowest prices and lowest costs and those kinds of things, to, again, to help taxpayers and also to keep more money in the pockets of public employees. So let, let me ask you one last question about uh, about this uh, tourism uh, deal. And then yeah. I, I, since you brought it up, I'd love to hear some of these other uh, methods you're using to, to save expenses. Uh, last question. I should have asked you this earlier. What type of medications and what type of uh, disorders are being treated with these? Yeah, Who are the folks very, that very narrow class of drugs. Uh, they deal with autoimmune diseases primarily. We have about 12 of them. Uh, these are called specialty drugs. The drugs themselves cost over $50,000 a year for, uh, you know, for, for four, a course of four treatments. And as we do this program, we're able to save about half on that. Um, you know, when you think about um, these kind of drugs and, and autoimmune diseases, we're talking about rheumatoid arthritis, muscular sclerosis, MS, muscular sclerosis, mm-hmm. uh, and, and some other things like that. Uh, very good. It, t- tell me about some of these other programs. Yeah. So um, we run our own pharmacy program uh, within within PHP, and, and uh, you know, we've just uh, got done with a legislative audit that looked at some things about our program, and one of the things that we were able to show as part of that is that based on some of the innovative things we've done for the state, we've saved it uh, over $267 million in pharmacy costs over the last 10 years. We do that in a lot of different ways in terms of how we contract um, and how we put together a formulary um, and, and a lot of other things like that. One of the things we're kind of most excited about is, is our is our cost comparison tools. Uh, we've had those up and running for a little while ago for a little while now, and 
what they do is they allow you to go on and, and either uh, look for a particular condition or a particular type of um, uh, provider, and you can kind of see the cost across all the different kinds of providers that are available. You can see there's different costs depending on where you go. What we're really excited about is that uh, we've just um, brought out our own uh, prescription uh, cost comparison tool. So with that tool, what's really nice about that is you can put the drug name or you can put your condition on. It'll give you all the different options Mm -hmm. that you can have for those drugs that you can talk to your doctor about. talks about what kind of drug they are and how much they cost and whether or not there's any kind of special authorization that's needed and the like. And then after you decide the drug you want to take, then the the tool goes one step further, and it's able to tell you what that drug costs at at all the different uh, pharmacy retail uh, outlets, you know, whether it's a Walgreens or whether it's a Costco or whatever. And so for us, you know, being transparent is really an important part of what we try to do at PHP. We have a lot of people that are on on these HSA-type plans, you know, where they have to pay a lot of the money out of their pocket as as part of their deductible, and they get a contribution from their employer. So anything we can do to try to make the system more transparent. And, again, because of legislation, we have that cash-back option, which, again, is the thing that really led to the pharmacy tourism, was our ability to start uh, sharing some of those savings. And the only other thing I'd say about the pharmacy program right now is that we have added a second location, so you can either go to British Columbia or you can go to Tijuana. Okay, very good. Uh, Our guest this segment has been Chet Loftus. He's the managing director of uh, PEHP. We've been talking about uh, uh, tourism, medical tourism. Uh, For a number of Utahns, it uh, is a good way to save money by hopping on a plane and heading down to Tijuana to pick up their medicine instead of over to the pharmacy here. Uh, Interesting stuff. I found that in a Salt Lake Tribune article uh, uh, that producer Amy sent my way. Grateful to uh, Mr. Loftus for joining us. In the next segment, uh, as you well know, today uh, is day one of the administration of uh, Mayor Erin Mendenhall. She was sworn in as Salt Lake City Mayor today. We're going to speak to Marketing and Research Manager with the Salt Lake City Department of Economic Development, friend of mine, Andrew Wittenberg, is joining us here in studio next to let us know uh, what things will be like uh, with the new mayor, some of the things we're all looking forward to. That's up next here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.